Welcome to Morning Commute. I'm Brad Doles. And I am Sam Albert. You know, Brad and I have been friends for many years. Uh, that's true. Probably, I don't know, five or more. And we've built this friendship on making conversations that we talk about basically anything we can think about. It's like no topic is off the table. And so we wanted to open that up and share that kind of talk with other people. Yeah. So we devised this podcast. It's a 20 to 30 minute podcast in which we just kind of freeform talk about the things that we talk about all the time. We hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the morning commute. Welcome back, Sam. Thank you. Welcome back to you as well. Um, I pulled up our list of things and we were talking about what to talk about on our next episode. Uh, and we were talking about what we want to talk about on the next podcast. And Sam just started throwing out things about her current love life. And I said, well, that sounds like podcast material. And she said, oh, please, please. No, not that. Uh, <laughs> and then I started recording. <laughs> One thing about Sam is she definitely puts more out there than I ever would as far as like personal life. And I think I put out there quite a bit, but yeah, there's stuff like stuff like that that I'd be a little bit more fearful to. But since you're not, <laughs> boy, that is good content. <laughs> um, where do you want to start? Do you want me to prompt you or do you have ideas? No, will you prompt me? I feel lost and I want to make sure I stay on topic because, you know, I can wand, I can meander if I'm not careful. Well, meander is what we're all about, so I'm not concerned about that. But the first thing that struck my mind it, when you were talking was, well, first of all, you and, and I believe we called him Alaska on the past podcast. Yeah. We didn't. That's what we'll call him from now on. This, okay. this guy that you're emailing from Alaska. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think, boy, I, I don't really remember your, your feelings about Alaska have changed a lot since you first started emailing him. Uh, where are yeah. you, where are you now with Alaska? Alaska was the topic of the podcast we did about, was I having an emotional affair? Right. I was talking with him while I was dating somebody. I'm no longer dating that person. And now Alaska and I talk to each other about once a day. We've escalated to texting Okay. now. I gave him my phone number and said, if it's easier to text, and then he gave me his phone number and then I texted him. Mm -hmm. So every now, so once a day we text each other. Um, and, and I feel like ugh, texting and emailing so hard because you can't tell tone or intent. You know what I mean? He is trying to get to Bend. He's moving to Bend next year and he's trying to get to Bend in June because he has a home here that he's renting out and he wanted to check on the home. And we had talked about meeting up when he comes into town in June. And so he keeps me apprised of, he has a plane uh, ticket and the flight looks like it's on, but he's having trouble finding a car rental and a place to stay. And I immediately was like, not, uh, not here. Right. Um, and I said, I, but I couched it like, I'd offer you my couch. I'd say you could crash on my couch, but I live with my mom and she's quarantining by choice. And I said, also, she talks more than I do. So you would just get caught in a huge conversation spiral that you don't need to be a part of. Um, and he said, oh, that's so sweet of you. I'll figure something out. And I said, well, I hope you do. I'd really like to meet you. And he said, I'd really like to meet you too. And so then I felt like maybe we'd shown our hand a little bit that it was more than just pen pals. Right. But then I texted him yesterday and he wrote me back and then I wrote him and then he didn't write me back at all last night, all day today. And I'd asked him a question and he just didn't respond until right when we were about to begin the podcast. And then I felt like I'm putting way too much into this. 
I have, and you know, I have a tendency to do this. I glom onto something, whether it's a person or it's an idea or it's a job or it's, and I think this is my ticket to contentment. And I feel like I'm starting to do that with Alaska where I'm like, well, he's going to come here. We're going to fall in love. I'm going to live with him and his, um, and his dog and his, and, and, you know, I'm not an adventurous person, but he is. So I'll learn how to cook using a, I'll make Dutch ovens when we're camping. And you know what I mean? It's just, it's dangerous. I'm starting to spiral. And so I just got a text from him and he's always super nice. He's like, I'm doing well. Um, here's what I'm doing. How was your day? You know, so he's keeping the conversation going, but I guess what I really want to hear is I fall in madly in love with you via text. And I realize you are my soulmate. You are my sedentary soulmate. Be with me. Yeah. <laughs> when is it my turn? Anytime. Take, go for it. I think this is layered. Okay. I think the problem that you have is that you go to extremes. Yes. So it's either this is everything and and all all that is all and if it doesn't show up to be that then it's absolutely nothing and I've gotten too invested. Yes. I think there's a danger in not allowing yourself to be twitterpated. Okay. Okay. You, you should allow that. You shouldn't be scared of that. The danger that I hear and I'm not sure how serious you are but I'm scared that you're serious is all these narratives that you write as you go along. Mm -hmm. of like of like futures with him or or what it actually means to not text for a day and a half because you don't know if you didn't text him for a day and a half which could be very possible you might just be doing it because you're scared and you have no idea what his motivation for doing that is it probably is some sort of motivation but but don't assign anything to it just kind of go for the ride you know what's difficult going for the ride. And I have in my head, based on old patterns, that whenever I get excited about something, it blows up in my face. And B, if I go after something, um, like if I want something, that means I'm not going to get it. Yeah, that is and, thinking. And C, I tend to believe, and I know we've had a lot of discussions about this because you, you've said this is not necessarily how you operate, but, and this is a huge generalization. So I want to apologize ahead of time to all men. But my general feeling about men is that when they really want something, they just go after it. Women, we play games. You know what I mean? We'll do things that we think are um, psychologically good moves. I just don't think men, I, this is one of the things I respect about men. I think it's like if they don't want something, they're like, I don't want that. If they want something, they'll go after it. So whenever I don't hear from him, I feel like he's realized I'm not interested in this woman as anything more than just an acquaintance in, in Bend. And so I'm not going to continue leading her on because I'm just not interested. Yeah, but you've had every day text for maybe two weeks and then one skip and you're like, well, that's it. This this not you. You have no idea what happened in that day and a half. And you're yeah, making a broad generalization about what men are like. Um, I, I will. Yes. And he did say in his most recent text that he injured his back mountain biking, but he feels better now. So it could be that he was just recuperating. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I just, I don't know. Don't be afraid. Don't. Oh, fear is fear is what kills both of us, Sam. Mm -hmm. And back to that, like, be kind to your future self. Right, you, right, right, right. Future self would look back on this and go like, why didn't I just, why didn't I just try it and see what happened? You know, what, what you're doing is you're reacting to a potential hurt. 
Yes, that's exactly it. Right. You should be, you should stand fearless in the face of that potential hurt because I can't guarantee that it's not going to happen, but I can guarantee that if you don't, you, you never get to where you want to be. It's funny because there are moments where he'll say something and I'll think, hey, I think, you know, for whatever it's worth, we've never seen each other in person, but we've, you know, communicated and I'll think it it sounds like someone who's really interested in me the way a man is interested in a woman, you know, Um, and I'll feel all warm and Twitter painted. And then there'll be times where I'll think, "Eh, maybe he's just looking for a place to crash and bend. And I'm the one person he knows out here. You know what I mean? Yeah. But both of let's let's pretend like both of those are equally likely. Why not just allow yourself to like him and see what happens? Okay. I think it's because, and we've talked about this, um, it's because the older I get and the and the more breakups I have, the more I feel like I'm running out of chances. And it even maybe I should just decide that it's just not going to happen for me in this life, you know, and just start wearing a lot of makeup and shawls. Yeah. I would say future you would hate you for that. Yeah, you're right. And then on top of that, my ex, we call him Lefty. Right. Um, he broke his arm. Uh, Lefty's daughter, he had two children, wrote me out of the blue. She emailed me. Now he has two types of daughters. Which one is this? He has a very social daughter who's nine. And then he has a daughter who we suspect might be on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. He's 12. This was the nine-year-old who's super social. And she she has sent me emails in the past. Um, and she sent me one that was said, hi, I heard your voice on the radio. And I was just wondering how you were doing, how you and your mom were doing, which was really sweet of her. Mm-hmm. And so I wrote her back and I asked her how she was doing. And then she wrote me back with information. And now we're at that place where I think maybe I shouldn't write her back. Thoughts? Yeah, I think you're probably right. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. And you know what's so funny? When I was looking at the email, because she said, well, here's what's going on with me and da, 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 da. And well, I don't know what else to write. Goodbye. I thought this Brad would say, take this as a, a period at the end of this sentence, not an ellipsis where I need to respond. Right. What are you thinking? Do you think Lefty knows about this? See, it's so funny. The first thing my mom said was maybe Lefty put her up to it. And I said, there's no way he would do that. He probably has no idea. She had asked for my email a long time ago. And we've had email exchanges that he allegedly did not know about. Not since this most recent breakup, but when we broke up for the first time, she wrote me a heartbreaking email that was like, why did you leave? And I wrote him immediately and said, hey, your daughter wrote me this. What, you know, let's be on the same page. What should we say? What do you want me to say that echoes what you said so that we're unified in our interpretation of the breakup? And um, didn't sound like he knew that she had done that. So I tend to think- Do you have his email address? Mm-hmm. I would yeah. forward those emails to him and say, I'm afraid to respond to this because it might hurt her in the future. And I prefer that you just deal with this or something. Oh, to why, why does that yeah. bother you? Because it's so final. Oh, Sam. I know. <laughs> Here's what it is. Because there was a magical moment when we were dating. And the four of us, Lefty, his two daughters, and myself, we were in a cave. I know you've heard this story before, but for the sake of our five listeners, I feel the need to repeat it. Um, We were exploring these caves together, and it was like a public cave, so lots of people were there. And we were walking together, and um, two profound things happened. One is his younger daughter is afraid of the dark, 
So he said, okay, we're going to go to the end of the cave. We're going to all hold on to each other in a big group hug. And we're going to turn off our flashlights to see that the dark is not so scary. And there was this moment where we were in the dark and we were all holding on to each other. Where for the first time in my life, I felt like I was part of a family. You know what I mean? As an adult, not as like the kid in my family, but I was the maternal presence. And then that was reinforced because when we were exiting the cave, um, a couple kids got in between me and Lefty and his children. And I heard someone say, hey, Hey, to, to their kid, like, hey, Jack, hold up. Let the mom catch up with her family. And there was, and you know me, I've never wanted kids, but there was something about hearing that that just melted me where I was like, I'm a grown up in, in part of a family. And it hurts to think that we had these magical moments and we can't ever have them again. And I know what you're going to say. Didn't say it. You're going to go, tough, get over it, move on. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> You're going to say, so what? Who hasn't been hurt? I mean, who are you dating? Yeah, his children or him. Yeah. Because eventually they go to college and then it's just us. Yeah. Oh, damn it. You're right. So I think that's a good idea to say, hey, I'm afraid that if I continue a dialogue with her, it's going to be painful. Here's, and then, and then what? Or do I just not write back and wait for her to write back? Because she might never write back. I would say, I would forward those to him and say, I don't plan on, on answering the second one so that he knows what you plan on doing. Oh, I get like nauseous. Why? Well, even thinking about him, and I know this sounds awful, and I'm sure there are so many, I'm sure you're going to do it. And if there are people who've been listening to this journey, they're going to be slapping their heads. But I still, there's a part of me that's like, did I, did I press the eject button too soon? Did I give him a chance to be all that he could be? Was I too judgy? And so then I feel as if I wasn't as patient or open as I could have been. And I feel upset with myself about that. Yeah, but this is the torture that you give yourself every time. If you were still in it, then you would say you'd be exasperated with them. You're just never going to give yourself a, a break. You're right. <laughs> the best, You're absolutely I think that the best way is to just cut ties and move on. And it's unfair that children have to be a part of that process, mm-hmm. but that's the world we live in. And can I say, he told them that we were dating again sooner than I would have liked. Yeah. Well, that's, I, I kind of, his t- kids are his responsibility and you okay. shouldn't do anything to purposefully hurt them. But you entered that risk the, on day one when yeah. you started dating. And that was his choice to make, not yours. And again, you shouldn't do things. You shouldn't like email him and say, just so you know, I'm done with you kids. <laughs> but, <laughs> but. But you shouldn't encourage relationship with them because you didn't have that kind of relationship to begin with. Yeah, it felt like it. I was tucking her in at night. It felt like it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you weren't in the end. You barely saw them in the end. Yeah, that's true. Well, right. Yeah, the coronavirus hit, which, by the way, in his defense, is one of the reasons why he told them we were dating. There was some hope that we could all quarantine together. So it wasn't as if he was being without asking you. That's true. That's true. Okay, here's what I think is important. If I were a healthy person, this is what I would say to myself. I would say, whatever happens with Alaska doesn't really matter. Just enjoy it. The victory of Alaska is that he, without knowing it, played a role in my decision to break up with Lefty because Alaska's consistency of contact and desire to remain in contact showed me what I want in someone and then informed my decision to say, well, Lefty isn't the right person 
for me. Now, moving forward with Alaska, my gratitude to him should be what he taught me about what I need moving forward. Just enjoy communicating with him. If it works, great. If it doesn't, now I know moving forward, I need a man who enjoys consistent communication. Yes. Oh. But also, don't, don't default think that Alaska is nothing. Okay. Because you can, you know, all this, this stuff that you do where you're, you're not sure where he stands, so you interpret everything as a signal? Yes. You can give off those same signals for him to interpret if you decide to be too safe. Yeah, good point. Good point. You know, you didn't write I him yesterday either. No, no. Here's I did. See, here's what happened. I wrote him. Then he wrote me back. Mm -hmm. And I wrote him back. Then radio silence all night long. Radio silence all day long. And then I just got a text from him before we started explaining that he hurt himself mountain biking and now he was out in his vegetable garden. Yeah. So what are you doing? Uh, making unnecessary drama. Yes. For yourself to just worry about. Yeah, you're right. Just let it be whatever it is. And don't take it so personally. I think here's the, the problem, and I know we need to end soon, but we've talked about this before. Deciding that every failed relationship is somehow a reflection of our desirability. Right. And maybe it's just like two puzzle pieces that don't fit. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I feel better. <laughs> good. <laughs> I don't expect it to last, but good. Oh, no. You no, know, I'll be calling you tomorrow with the exact same issue. But for the next seven to 10 minutes, I'm going to feel great. Well, I expect to hear more about this halfway through the next podcast. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Thank you for your great advice. And if anyone else out there has advice, thinks I'm being a lunatic or has a shared experience, we would love to hear it, please. I would especially like to hear it because I give out all this sage advice, but I have very little experience as far as dating goes in general. Um, so there's probably better advice than what I can give. And if you have it, leave us a voicemail at anchor.fm forward slash morning commute Sam Brad or on the Anchor app. Or if you prefer to do it the old fashioned way and write things down, you can always email us at morningcommutesambrad at gmail.com. Thank much. you so much, Fred. Yes, thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you, everyone.